0: Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. So hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Liv Hansen, a London-based Danish actress and entrepreneur. Liv was a jury member of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards 2020 and is joining the jury also this year, 2021. In this episode, Liv shares her thoughts about Nordic lifestyle in general and how she sees the beauty industry from an international perspective. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So hello, Liv, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast.
1: Yeah, it's great to see you, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, it's so great to see you as well. Are you in London at the moment or? I am. Um, yes, I'm in London. Kind of stuck here at the moment a
1: little bit for, you know, obvious reasons. So i got a home studio set up now, more or less. So, you know, just make the best of it. So yes, I'm in London.
0: <laughs> um, You have such an international background. Would you like to tell a little bit more about what you do and where have you lived and so on?
1: A lot of things. I'm, um, I was born in Copenhagen. So I lived in Copenhagen until I was 16, then I moved to the U.S., uh, went to high school for a year, uh, studied acting in uh, in the States as well, and I lived in Canada for a long time as well and worked up there. Um, I'm an actor, as it is, a voice artist as well, and I'm an entrepreneur. I own a couple of companies, so... A notebook business and uh, a travel brand as well. So lady.
0: busy lady, you do everything. <laughs> yeah,
1: keep, keep busy, yeah, yeah. The latest business I just started um, this year. So just okay. in, the, in the summer. And what is it about? It's a notebook, a notebook business. So I, yeah, I, I sign notebooks and sell notebooks uh, online exclusively. So that's um, yeah, just kind of an add-on to the travel brand that I started a couple years ago. So it kind of just aligns with that also the, the brand and the customer base is very similar sort of minimalist style products. So kind of fit that around acting.
0: Yeah, and minimalism is something quite typical of Scandinavian or Nordic. so does that come from that yeah. side? Yes
1: yes, yes yeah. absolutely. I, I certainly think, I think so. Think so. Um, I love it. It's uh, kind of born that way I think. yeah you know just just simple sim- simplicity, Hugo, simple colors and that kind of kind of philosophy and, and aesthetics and stuff so yeah
0: yeah what about then beauty side as a consumer and how your beauty journey has been has it also been more minimalistic or i say so in
1: my like my daily life if you will um I do I am very minimalistic and on the beauty side as well and um just you know when I'm working it's a little different because I have a lot less control in terms of you know products and all this kind of thing but yeah in my daily daily existence uh it's pretty minimalistic and um also ingredients and stuff Mm. even more so now (laughs) so
0: yeah (laughs) thanks to us
1: (laughs) nordic natural beauty awards yeah um yeah Yeah. for sure for sure
0: and what about then i mean you've been in the film industry and all that for a long time how is the reality and anything you'd like to change and so on
1: I mean, it's it's essentially the reality is you turn off to set, and they just use whatever is there that they use because you know the, the makeup artists they have their own things they purchase their own products and things, so I mean they will ask you sometimes, and you know it just depends on what you're doing, but um, yeah, they tend to bring everything to the table literally. That's kind of their their uh, domain if you want. So um, I haven't seen that much like natural beauty like makeup where. Uh, cosmetics and things um, on that end it's it's pretty much sort of store brands and higher end brands or whatever but not necessarily mm. natural brands and things that uh, tends to be there
0: yeah that's very interesting perhaps it's also since onset and and all that you need really really strong makeup that really yeah. stays and I guess the history of that has been a little bit that there might not be this type of options available so
1: yeah yeah I think that's a really good point, actually. it's um, Yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense. It's um, They tend to cake it on and then, you know, continuously Mm -hmm. throughout the day as well, especially I do a lot of, like, TV stuff, commercial stuff, and also, like, films of various uh, sorts. So it tends to be just layers of things, you know, pretty much uh, for very long hours. Um, But, yeah, but that is a really good point. So we'll see how that maybe changes as more kind of brands appear you know, and um kind of thing.
0: Yeah. What do you think would happen if you would show up on set with your own, own stuff? This is what I want to use and that's it. <laughs> that would be okay, <laughs> sure, for the <laughs> most part. I
1: think they would be okay with it and I'm, I'm sure some actors possibly do. Um I haven't really seen it, I'd say, but um I think they'd be okay with it, especially like if, you know, <laughs> it's like, I really love these products and I know they work for my the skin and this and that. I don't know, They they mm. probably would. Um I can tr- certainly test it out. <laughs> I didn't I just did a thing and I um a project actually and um yeah I did not do that, but I might try and do that next time, see what happens. You show
0: <laughs> so up you. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to think that there are some professions, especially if you have to be on stage or on set or so, and of course you you really need a lot of makeup that stays well or other professions for example I was a cabin crew for many years and that was yeah. obviously part of the uniform as well it's really yeah. interesting to see that they are really professions or or places where you really are asked to do certain things such so as wearing makeup though. So.
1: yeah definitely yeah for the airlines as well that makes sense
0: do you see the difference I mean you have experience in Nordic countries in the UK I see also in the U.S. and Canada. So what are the biggest differences in the beauty scene or beauty culture maybe in general?
1: Yeah, I actually do think there is quite a big difference. For instance, like... When I go to Copenhagen or, you know, I guess, anywhere in Denmark, but particularly Copenhagen, um, where I go the most, um, it's it's pretty noticeable to me that, like, people are very healthy compared to, like, looking, mm. compared to, like, say, London. There's a pretty big difference, um, I it immediately, in terms of, like, how they just, not just dress, but, like, skin and hair and stuff. They just look very healthy. They mm. don't tend to very, uh, sort of, cake on makeup and stuff as much as, you know, maybe other like here in London, it's, um, it's, it's it's definitely, there's a difference in, in that regard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the US as well, I mean, I don't know, I lived in LA for a long time as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not sounding cliche, but it, it is, it's it's like a lot of, um, you know, fillers and Botox and kind of like, you know, adjustments of various sources. <laughs> so.
0: It's like the opposite of the natural beauty for sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, it really is. Um, Specifically where I lived um, in LA, not so much outside of there. Like when I went to high school up in Northern California, you know, not at all that sort of thing. But um, but yeah, it it just really does vary depending on where you are. (laughs) So for sure.
0: Yeah. You see in the Nordic countries, the minimalism and the healthy lifestyle, so to say, is more the norm. Yeah. And that's where, where your beauty routine, I suppose, comes as well
1: yeah i think so i um i've come and always been really into skincare and just like sunscreen as well specifically and that kind of thing and just um yeah just taking care of you know hair and skin and everything um kind of um minimal approach probably but but definitely
0: yeah have you seen any changes in a way that I mean, you've been in London for quite a long time, and so on. Have you seen the beauty scene change? Have Have you seen this type of changes?
1: It's changed it so much. It's um. I think I notice a lot more brands coming out, like mm. smaller, independent brands. Um, very much so, specifically on like social media. You yeah. Know, you see, they they pop up and um. I think so for sure it's a huge change there in the last few years Um, also the like the angle with the organic ingredients and things is definitely because Mm. you know the environment and things as well Um, that seems to be like expanding as well pretty rapidly Mm. so and so yes definitely
0: yeah this seems to be really the trend quite globally i mean not only in nordic countries obviously it's been quite a boom lately but also in the uk it's quite a similar trend yeah and maybe it depends a bit the country what is exactly the the state of the beauty industry over there how it's actually changing and and so on but it's interesting to see
1: yeah definitely i think it's also because you know we have like more platforms now to market these products so we see it more you know there's just much more opportunities for the people to create something and put it out there so
0: well yeah in in certain way I guess this is what we do also with the with the awards Nordic Natural Beauty Awards that it's yeah. more of the smaller independent brands or bigger but since they're from the Nordic countries they're still yeah in comparison a lot smaller brands than some main mainstream brands yeah so it's kind of been amazing to see how they really grow on their own and and with us as well and
1: yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like you know, you can see them all on, on social media and looking at their you know their accounts and how they engage and stuff. It's really, it's really cool.
0: So you were a jury member in the awards as well. How was the experience for you?
1: I was. It was great. Uh, it was. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was um very cool. It's um just also just discovering all these smaller and um you know independent um produced things uh, that I wouldn't have come across otherwise and you know they're Mm -hmm. starting up and just to see also just between the start of the awards and now like they're already grown quite substantially some of these brands as well so it's pretty cool to see and discover um some a lot of favorites that I use (laughs) pretty much daily so that's been great yeah it's been really fun
0: did you have any surprises, for example, about a product like how am I supposed to use this or wait, I've never seen something like this before or.
1: I mm, I, I did like mainly because of the finished products because they had the, the labeling on that just simply because of the language, <laughs> <laughs> language um, say barrier. Um, I had to Google a little bit and just look it up. Um, I just read a little bit, but um, overall I was pretty familiar with um, the type of products and things and what to do what to do mm-hmm. with them and stuff. But um yeah, yeah. some very, very, very beautiful um, packaging as well and pretty much across the board. just um, really beautiful.
0: Yeah, definitely. I personally also see a lot of, of design and this is something probably minimalist design from the North as well that yeah. comes into these products as well. Same same as your notebooks and everything, you know. it's. I think so. <laughs> do you have some interesting projects going on or coming in the future?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I will hopefully, I just finished a little short film that we did. So it was the first mm-hmm. thing we've done through like a uh, COVID uh, situation, but um, that was kind of interesting. Uh, and and, uh, experiences to go through that Um, otherwise I'm working on some other things, I've got a couple short films coming out, Um, we're not Mm -hmm. shooting we're just uh, in pre-production at the moment so I'm waiting for further information and you know that kind of thing, Uh, some commercial work as well uh, lined up and uh, some voiceover projects um, as Mm -hmm. well including some Danish voiceover work as well by the way so we'll see oh that's interesting that's um yeah, just commercial, commercial work and um, like narration things. So a few things here and there, uh, hopefully soon a lot more. Um, and uh, hopefully soon we can get out and about how you want, you know, and <laughs> back to some, uh, a bit more normalcy in terms of traveling and things. But um. mm,
0: Exactly. I was wondering, what is your absolute beauty routine? or something that you will never skip or do you have this kind of kind of thing
1: yeah i mean sure um i will never skip like taking off makeup for instance at the end of the day ever <laughs> ever ever um so cleaning the skin that kind of you know before bed and things for sure also like water drink a lot of water and just being healthy overall uh, like no smoking or anything in that stuff uh, but yeah definitely taking off makeup and um, like when I'm not working, I never wear much of anything, mm. foundation or anything of that nature. So just to kind of give my skin a little break from things. So.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's a good to have have those breaks on. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is really coming back to my cabin crew at times, because no matter if it was 24 hour <laughs> shift, you know, to the other side of the world, taking off the makeup was like a must. You <laughs> know, I mean, that's like, especially, I mean, you might have a, very long shoot day or something that's you know I must do to get
1: it. <laughs> but didn't you find like with um because I find when I fly all the time and stuff like it really affects the skin mm. in the you know the altitudes and things um like I don't know if there's any secrets I would love to know
0: <laughs> oh my like... yeah well there are a lot of tricks people try at least I'm not sure which ones are working but um yeah I mentioned actually in the very first episode of the of the podcast the same things I mean like flying is probably the worst you can do on your skin i mean obviously you know you you fly a lot you travel around the world so you know how dry the air is in in the plane and that's actually a place where you really have to focus on drinking a lot of water so that you get hydrated and lately apparently it's been a trend that especially if you're traveling yourself that you really sit with Mm -hmm. a mask on the whole flight and apparently that's like i've heard from my (laughs) From my older colleagues, they say that this is really a new trend. I don't know. I don't know. if It keeps going.
1: But... I'm very much on that trend.
0: <laughs> I mean, face mask as uh, a cosmetic mask, but not the, not this corona mask. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, I, I... <laughs> no. the whole thing. Yeah. Like so, this is. I mean, obviously, it. You know, if you let it affect for a really long time, of course, that helps a lot. But i think otherwise yeah. yeah of course the change in the rhythm and climate and you know radiation and a lot of other things it's yeah. like you know not the what i would prescribe to anyone
1: no no it's it's really noticeable like when when flying but um but then again you know just try to mitigate it yeah. but yeah definitely the face mask <laughs> Uh, other face mask (laughs) so um definitely
0: (laughs) i don't know now it might be a bit tough to to actually do it because you will have to wear also the other face mask on the plane so (laughs) i don't know really how that would work I don't see
1: anyone sitting next to us, but um, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like I think we I mean,
1: just the little eye patches and stuff, that kind of thing, maybe. But um,
0: yeah. But I mean, flight every now and then, it's it's not going to hurt too much. But when you do it constantly and as a work, yeah, of course that that you know. And actually, that's the time when I started really thinking about it about skincare. So perhaps there are moments. I don't know if you had some sort of moment in life that you thought, okay, you know what? Now I have to start taking a little bit more care. Or I don't
1: know, just because. I started like acting when I was quite young. So it's like doing thing, you know, like TV things and commercial stuff. And uh, so I don't know, maybe just kind of from there. uh, I don't like consciously think that I can think of when, when it started, like, um, aside from teenage years and things. But um, yeah, definitely from, from working, I think. So,
0: so yeah, it's kind of been there always, which is good. So you get like a. Yeah. yeah, whole life taken care of, <laughs> it's gonna be in a better shape later on. It is hoping so yeah. I mean, definitely in Asian care, you see a lot of effort since you're really young, so I think that makes a big difference as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. like seeing that Korean skincare and all this stuff, the um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: very serious beauty routines. So,
0: yeah, Nordic side, I see more, or you can also see that it's more about the healthy and fresh lifestyle and not using too many products has been our savior i don't know but it's very i don't know how is it in denmark and i'm Mm -hmm. i'm originally from finland so that's where it's the air is really dry compared to more southern europe or or uk for example is that it's very humid air
1: yeah Yeah.
0: because i see it always if i if i move across countries in finland i see there's a the air is so dry that you really have to hydrate more compared to to other places i don't know if you see this difference for example in denmark or because i think i mean denmark you have a lot of sea around so perhaps it's more humid
1: it's true i haven't really. i don't think so so much in in comparison to like london i feel with london it's um it's just a pollution specifically that really affects things but um you can breathe easier like (laughs) <laughs> and then go and then
0: you can like oh. you see the difference when you come out of the plane or wherever you travel but it's it's you you really see the difference
1: also Vancouver specifically i lived in and worked in Vancouver for a long time and uh it was just i came from Vancouver to london and I was like
0: that's
1: oh. <laughs> a ticket yeah it, it's very noticeable so
0: you can get a little bit of the nordic freshness from the, yeah. the awards products for sure oh yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah. How do you hope to see the future of beauty industry? Would you have a opinion about that?
1: I do. I mean, I would love, love, love to see more of like natural skincare across the board. Um, I do think it is going in that direction as well. Um, but yeah, just more natural skincare, actually. <laughs> On set perhaps. Um, yeah, I think that's really important for a you know, variety of reasons, also environmentally and things because you know we put something on our skin we're essentially ingesting yeah. it so
0: i'm really happy you're also in the jury this year and we we have already a lot of amazing brands coming in and uh yeah, it's, so yeah, it's so exciting it's so yeah. exciting so
1: much fun it's like it's so cool and just also this podcast is an awesome idea i think it's um yeah great fun just like i am subscribed people should subscribe <laughs> so So cool. Such a great idea. So I'm really looking forward to listening in as well. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, I mean, I've been personally getting into podcasting world, let's say the past year, like I literally listen every day, some podcasts and I was thinking like, oh, I always talk a lot and also, so maybe I should start a podcast, (laughs) but then it kind of stayed and stayed and I was like, okay, you know what, this is a fun idea. Let's, let's bring everyone on and, and start.
1: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, there's so many new podcasts out there. I listen to them when I run. I do like really long runs. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so it's perfect to have like some new experiences just listening to podcasts when uh, uh, working out.
0: You listen to podcasts when you're running. I would rather put like house music or something. You know.
1: I know. I tried it, but it's it's. I love it. It's just yeah. <laughs> like, you can focus. It takes me out of it. Yeah, it takes me out of like the the pain of running i do like very long distance running so it's like um you know it's it, yeah i love it it's like i thought well maybe i can't because i kind of need the extra like you know whatever the beaten things but but it's it worked great i love it
0: cool well if anybody wants to follow you and your journey on social media or elsewhere where can they find you
1: yeah, uh, I am on various platforms. I, I tweet a lot and I Instagram a lot. So it's just my name. So it's yeah. Liv Hansen on <laughs> both of them. And um, yeah, say hello.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I will leave all the handles in the show notes below. So anyone listening can double check them from there. Um, thank you so much, Liv, for being in the show. And everyone, join Liv's journey on her social media. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. Make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes. If you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast, please share this episode. We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Pinterest pages simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards and on Twitter at NNBAwards. Until next week, bye-bye!